two, one. Thank you guys for listening and welcome back. Uh, for everyone that is listening on Spotify, Apple, Google, we are not in the studio today. Um, I am actually on site here at Legion Iron with some pretty kick-ass people. Um, and we're going to talk about what's going on with the gym, uh, who the new owner is, who's sticking around, who's coming in. Because um, I know I've got you guys, a lot of people have asked, a lot of people have emailed about what's going on with the gym. And a lot of this is going to be just answering some questions people have. Uh, so before we start, let's kind of just go around, uh, starting with you, Sean. Um, who you guys are, what your role is in the gym. My name is Sean Kocab. I'm the new owner of the gym. Awesome. I'm Natalia Rael. I am a fitness trainer. I do online and personal training. Um, I've been here since the beginning of time, so um, happy to be back. And I'm Freddie Sandoval, also a fitness trainer and an MMA coach. Uh, so starting new here with the new beginnings. I'm looking forward to where we go. Awesome. And thank you guys again for coming in and doing this. Um, I, I know that you guys have seen like from between like the podcast page and then talking one on one, especially like uh, you, Natalia, that this is a gym with a lot of history. Uh, I know for the both of us, we have a bit of more personal connection to the place, knowing the previous owner, Garrett. So I've been really looking forward to uh, sitting down together, talking about this and really, uh, you know, really uh, cherishing what we've got going on here, what you guys have got going on. Really, I'm just I'm just a spectator. You know what I mean? I, I get to be a, I get to go to my favorite gym still. And I, I just I'm very, very thankful that this place is still open. You know, I really am. Um, so let's start, I think, with the most uh, the most obvious question for Sean. Um, prior to the like the, the very short closing of the gym that happened, how long had you been training here? And then when did it start? Um, when did the idea come in your head that maybe you'd want to become the owner? Um, well, I never really had the idea about becoming the owner. Um, but I was training here for about two years. Um, I didn't know Garrett that well. I talked to him a few times. He told me a funny story about him and John Jones. I won't get into that. <laughs> but, um, you know, I just fell in love with the gym. It, um, just reminded me what I grew up in, kind of old school, kind of gritty, you know. Uh, but uh, Garrett, I mean, he was always really friendly with me. Um, and I actually wanted to talk to him about possibly opening up a jiu-jitsu portion of the gym because that lounge area was never really being used. And I love jiu-jitsu. I've been doing it for a very long time. But uh, then he, you know, a few weeks later, he passed away. And I was actually, unfortunately, I was here the day it happened. And... Um, you know, they were letting us in the gym. We weren't even sure what was going on. Um, but then I went outside and I saw him. And it was pretty tragic. And again, I wasn't even thinking about owning a gym. But, uh, you know, as I was driving home after that happened, I was just, I was like, I wonder what's going to happen. You know, I was like, I hate commercial gyms. And I just didn't want to see this place close down. So I reached out to Serena and she gave me the number of his family so i talked to them <clears throat> i was like listen i don't i really want to just keep the gym open uh you know i don't want anybody thinking like i'm trying to take advantage of a bad situation i just love what garrett built you know, i'm not really looking to change it i just think it could be approved upon i just think i just want to see it to its potential because uh, i just think this gym has a lot of it uh, but again it just it, it, the way it happened was 
it was so weird, you know. His fa I actually got to know his family a bit, his family a bit during the time. Um, they were super helpful. They were very happy that we're going to keep his legacy alive. Um, you know, we are going to erect a like memorial for him over by the turf, and it's going to be kind of a tribute, and that's going to be there because, you know, I'm just a guy keeping it open. I'm not, I'm not really the true owner of the gym. I'm just, I just want to see it stay alive. You know, so. I don't think you could ask for a better answer. And, and I say that because that, like, so for everyone listening that that's maybe new to this podcast, I don't, I speak to my guests beforehand about doing this, obviously, but we don't talk about what I'm going to ask. We don't talk about what I want them to say or what they probably should say. But I think that for anyone who knows about the place, cares about the place and cared about Garrett, that's just about as a perfect of a mindset that people could ask for with a new incoming owner. Um, and I know, and it's, it's the truth. And I know that a lot of people, um, message me about it asking like, well, how's it good? Is it going to change provided it stays open? Is this place going to change? Um, I know that's a fear that I had for a little while when we were in that place of limbo of like, who's going to take over. Um, and I definitely want to get into how, uh, really talk about a little bit about how you two got back into, con got into connection and how you were coming back. And again, you were the first trainer to ever work at the place. And um, I think it's great that you reached out to his family first. And, and you're right when you say that you, didn't, you don't want anyone taking advantage of a bad situation. I'm proud to announce that the podcast is now officially sponsored by the fine people over at Chop Chili Company. Guys, this is some of the best chili you can get here in the state of New Mexico. And they are online as well as in stores. They can be found at Smith's, Albertson's, Sprouts, John Brooks, and Lowe's Corner Market. They have three amazing flavors that you see here, and they also have frozen green chili that you can get online. Go on over to the website, chopchiliCo.com, and get yourself some amazing chili today. Because I'm sure that there are a lot of people that had that because, you know, not every person is exactly amazing, and a lot of people have ulterior motives. So, Well, <clears throat> I mean, his family told me, like, when I call them, they're like, yeah, we've already had several calls from people wanting to invest in the gym. But... They were saying they weren't really serious about it. They didn't, I mean, they just want to throw some money out there and maybe they can get the gym, I guess. I don't know. But they did get, <laughs> I mean, they did get multiple offers um, before I even called. You know, I, I wanted to give it some time. I gave it about at least two weeks before I even contacted them. You know, um, I, mean, I, I still don't think that's really enough time. You know, but I did know that gym was in danger of closing. So I had to jump on it. Yeah, and I don't think there's ever a real perfect time to ask that question, but there is definitely poor taste in doing it in the first 72 hours. You know what I mean? And I'm right. sure that he got a, or they got a lot of people that did that exact thing. Um, so you end up becoming uh, the owner of the gym, and when you when you looked around, like I, I, I know as a as a long time comer of the gym, and you've been here a while there was obviously some love this place needed, right? Um, what was your plan going into um, revitalizing the gym? Not changing it, because again, for people listening on like the audio services, I encourage you to check us out on YouTube because we're, again, we're sitting in an actual octagon and we'll get into why there's an octagon in the gym now. Um, but the look of the place has not changed. It's still Legion Iron. It's still the vision that Garrett had when it first started. But and when you also look around, there's a lot of love. 
Uh, I think aside from the octagon, the biggest change is the red turf, and I think it looks fucking awesome. It was bright as shit when I first walked in here. I was like, oh my god, like like Christmas. Yeah, I was like, wow, that is that is red. That's not like that's not like blood red. That is like bright, like Crayola red. That that was the closest red we could get to the logo. (laughs) But it looks great. You know, it looks great. So when you came in, what was when you looked around? What were some of the first things like? Okay. Here's what we have to do, and it started just rattling off in your in your brain. Well, I mean, first of all, space was the biggest issue. I mean, I mean, everything looked nice and organized, but there's just so much space not being utilized. You know, we have this big metal thing. I don't even know what that is. I call it the metal contraption. I don't know. Oh, the big jungle gym. Yeah, yeah. the big jungle gym thing. And you know, we're like God, this doesn't really need to be that big. You know, so me and Freddie took it apart, and then I bought this other big metal rig that hangs punching bags and I bought that from my sister in Las Vegas and so I was like yeah we're gonna have two big metal things in here and we're like well, why don't we just kind of tear that one down a little bit and add the punch bags to that one right. you know I mean just space was just not being used that lounge area right I mean it had cardio machines in there but most of them didn't work we had a broken mirror in there that people were using for posing so now we're like you know what let's create a posing room so now we're creating a posing room because we had three showers at the end of the hallway, never being used. So it was like, okay, let's demolish two of them, turn it into a posing room. Because apparently that's what people like. I didn't even know what a posing room was until I talked to, I think I talked, you know, Allie. You know, I think I talked to her. A few fitness models. Like, yeah, I get a posing room. I was like, okay, I can, you know, do that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, there's just so much more room. I mean, even right now. I mean, we, as soon as we move that big metal thing, jungle gym uh, we still got all this other space for at least six more machines so you know i just ordered a bell squat a lot of people are excited about that and for never... people listening that don't know what a bell squat is um <clears throat> actually i just learned what it is too <laughs> <laughs> so it's a platform hey freddie how about you explain because he's the one that got me into it like um it's a it's a platform and it runs a cable underneath so you don't have to squat with a bar on your oh, back like a little closer so you there you go so uh it's got a platform and then you you wrap a a lifting belt to your waist and then it hooks to a cable that goes underneath the platform up and around to uh to where you can put your weights you can put bands on there um you can take off the arms on the side of the platform there's so much stuff you can do Uh, but what it does is it alleviates a lot of back pain a lot of knee pain Uh, if you have hip problems it will strengthen your hips Uh, it helps build your knees it helps your balance coordination uh, I mean, the thing's, the thing's wonderful, and there's just there's a, a huge variety of stuff you can do from fitness to powerlifting um, on top of everything. It just sounds like a safer way to squat. It's a safer way to squat, to deadlift, to do anything. To, you can do good mornings on there, you know, uh, and it's just, uh, it's just preventative measures for the body. That's, 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 pretty, that's pretty sick. Oh, it's awesome, dude. It's awesome. And so that was the mindset going in physically, but – the how do you say the style of the gym the number one thing this gym has really been for is powerlifting so obviously powerlifting is a very niche community still even still with social media and instagram um powerlifting is still more like a subculture than a widespread very um like mainstream thing i guess you could say so how do you keep the the essence of the gym is a powerlifting gym, but at the same time, you make it appeal to more people. 
Well, that's the trick, right? I mean, because <clears throat> like when Garrett passed away, we lost a lot of members, like at least a hundred. And um, we're like, well, it was the legacy members pretty much keeping us alive. So we couldn't push them out. We couldn't change it so much that, you know, they're like, they feel betrayed. You know, a lot of them are his friends and a lot of them, you know, because we, we had so many people cancel and want refunds for like the, the first two months before he died and even after. Um, so we actually made sure all the people that didn't cancel and get refunds that they got a few months free while we figured things out because we had to negotiate with the landlords for even two months, but they were kind enough to give us the keys just to open right away. But, but my goal was never to really, like I said, never to really change his vision. It's still going to be a pri uh, primarily a powerlifting gym. It's always going to be that. That's going to always be the focus. But we always... Oh, sorry. But we always wanted to, I mean, just offer things for everybody. You know, one thing me and Freddie talked about, uh, I used to train a lot of MMA and Jiu-Jitsu. The thing that sucks about that is you go to your school, you train, then you got to go drive somewhere else to a gym, and then you got to train there, and it just sucks to do that. It's, it's nice to have everything all in one place, you know. And, um, you know, we're also, we also got to, I mean, this gym is very primarily men, um, but we really got to appeal to the female community too. Um, so, <laughs> so we bought a bunch of treadmills because I asked, I started asking people, so what do you guys want? <laughs> you know, yeah, I like um, treadmills too, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did, uh, but that was one thing that, you know, they really yeah. wanted and, and yeah. they wanted Stairmasters too, but those are unbelievably expensive. So, I mean, we'll get those eventually. Uh, but, you know, we, that's why we also started one offering fitness classes, too, you know. Um, you know, I got a hip thrust machine or glute-focused machines. Um, I mean, I use those, but uh, those are very popular with females, too. But, you know, I'm, I am trying to, you know, make everybody feel welcome here. But I definitely don't want, you know, to lose focus of what this gym has always been about. No, and that's and again, I think that's something that a lot of not only people that are still sticking around for the gym, but people who are who because a lot of people unfortunately probably heard about the place for the first time after Garrett's passing. Mm -hmm. um, so being able to get that information out is super important. Um, let's talk about how you guys started working together, and then we're going to get into the fitness programs, and then again the female aspect of the gym. I think that's important as well, like you just said. Um, how does so how did you guys get into contact with each other and then how does powerlifting meet mma here how did we get i you called me yeah i called him <laughs> i called him i had heard about this gym um a long time on and off on and off um i've driven by a million times but i never knew what it was you know but i would hear about it hear about it but i didn't know it was the same place um and then I, I heard about uh, Garrett's passing, and I was curious to see what was going to go on with the gym. Um, and I was looking for a place to expand also, so I called, and uh, we sat and talked. I think our first phone call was, it was pretty lengthy. Like, we hit it off real quick. Uh, we are both jiu-jitsu guys, fight guys, um, and family guys first, you know. So uh, that's, where, that's where it started. And... Um, for me, I, I train the normal everyday person. I got away from just training athletes uh, to help people accomplish their goals. And that was a lot of things I heard about this gym is, yes, it was based on powerlifting, 
but it was people coming here to become better versions of themselves. You know, everybody wanting to become better, stronger, faster, you know, uh, not just be big and badass, you know. Um, and I see it, the different people that come in through these doors now, you wouldn't look at some of these guys on the street or girls and think, oh, that they go to a powerlifting gym. You know, so the notion that all powerlifters are big, big, big people, uh, I, don't, I don't think it fits, fits true. Um, but bringing it into MMA, uh, I think it's important um, because the training that it involves, it will help the fighters and the competitors, not just MMA, just uh, regular jiu-jitsu practitioners. It will help them um, be more physically capable you know, um, just because of the type of core stuff you have to do with the powerlifting. And I'm still getting new to all this. I'm not familiar with all these different bars and stuff. Uh, everything I do is uh, a lot of body weight stuff and kettlebells, calisthenics. Um, but I just think it's, uh, I think the two go hand in hand really well. Like he said, you know, you get out of the gym at 7.30, 8 o'clock, and you're like, shit, I still need to go lift. It's 15 minutes away. You're going to get in your car, and then you're going to pass the freeway. I'm just going to go home. I'll go tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes, and you do it again. And so you never go. So being able to put everything under one roof, uh, I think, is very appealing. Um, and uh, it's going to change the dynamic of this city, I believe. Yeah, and honestly, <clears throat> like even if we didn't have MMA here, I'd still want the cage here because everybody loves this cage yeah, it's cool. and <laughs> yeah. it matches it just it yeah. belongs everybody says like it belongs here and you know there was a dj booth there and we're like I, I know gary was really into that stuff but i'm not a dj yeah. and yeah and i know you have raves sometimes yeah i'm well <laughs> i think that's a good example of doing what's needed for the gym and yeah. there is every you know everyone has respect and you're obviously respecting his legacy and you're obviously keeping this gym as what it was and doing something like this elevates. Um, it's very much in the spirit of it. Um, uh, one thing that I feel like is really coming back, and since you're coming back as well, is the personal trading side of things. Um, you and I met for the first time, I believe, like at, God, when you were here at like five in the morning, because I would see you training all your clients when I was in prep. Um, so what is, before we even get into you coming into Legion, how long you've been personal training What's your mindset when doing it? Because you bring up a good point where you say, well, I, I don't just train athletes, so I really move away from training. I train the everyday people. And that's what I felt so shocking, or what I found was very shocking about a lot of your clients, is you, yeah, you would look at them, and this is not a negative, but it's just you, I doubt you go to a black and red themed powerlifting gym <laughs> in downtown Albuquerque, right. where there is no AC, there is no heating, and you look at in this place and you think someone probably has gotten buried under the fucking building, right? right? <laughs> so the fact that you, uh, you train everybody, right? What is, how long you've been training people? What's your mindset behind training? And then how did you find Legion in the first place? So I first found Legion. Garrett reached out to me when the gym was about to open and he asked me to be the gym's first sponsored athlete. And um, of course I said yes, I was super excited when I came to check out the gym because it's like no other here in Albuquerque. Um, and I fell in love with it right away. <clears throat> I started training here um, officially after the pandemic. So I started my online coaching and then I came back to train full time here at Legion and I just started bringing people in. I started running classes. I started um, just you know having my full morning from like 5 a.m. till 11, 12. Um, and it was a second home. You know, I was, this place has a special place in my heart. And when I 
got actually in touch with um, Sean. Luis was the one that had um, gotten us connected. Uh, I wasn't sure if I was ever going to be coming back. You know, I was just, I was pretty devastated. But um, when Sean got on the phone and he mentioned, like, nothing's going to be changing. It's, you know, everything's going to stay the same. It's just, yeah, I kind of had to, you know. I love this place so much. And um, I... I just respect everything that you're doing and I appreciate what you're seriously what you're doing here because it's it's awesome and to see the gym living out to its full potential is going to be just so badass it's amazing we are going to have heat by the way yeah 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 yeah. that's I, the thing I, too. I paid the gas bill yeah so this winter we're gonna have heat you know it's funny because my wife is part owner too and when we were training here I, I convinced her to chain here it was great but then when winter rolled around because they didn't run the eaters she quit <laughs> um i was is, actually really th- grateful and thankful <laughs> like you know i had a, a lot of people in here in the winter time and we were in here in our sweaters hood you know sweats like hoodies yeah. and we were we were killing it but it really um it was rough you know yeah. just having can't let yourself cool down that's for sure <laughs> yeah but it was good no, quality of life is important uh, <laughs> yeah, we are in, we are in 2023 yeah. Yeah, and it does. heating is nice and ac is nice but you know because there there was two mindsets with that and i think it's important you know not just as someone because i would tell as i still do as many people as i can about the place but um i'd imagine as an owner that is something that regardless of how you feel about things it's what appeals to the consumer the most and because i'm right there with you i don't mind slapping on a sweater and wearing shorts because you heat up eventually and just training right that's i actually kind of prefer training in the winter because of that Right, I'm not the dude that takes off his shirt. Maybe you are because you're jacked as shit, but I'm not, right? So I love training in the winter. But then at the same time, most people aren't of that mindset. Most It's challenging right. today to get people in the gym. And then it's even yes. more challenging to get them into a training facility that maybe is, especially at the time, you know, it's, uh, again, you don't have a AC or you don't have heating during the winter. So are they going to go to a place like this where they're probably going to end up training harder either way? Or are they going to go to Define? Like, no shade to gyms here in Albuquerque, but I've been to Define. I've been to Choose. I've been to Sports and Wellness. Nine times out of ten, people will go hop on the treadmill, hop on the Saramass for five minutes, go do the little circuit and split, and they just go through the motions. And what sold me on this place and sold me on Garrett's mindset when he was still alive was he, he told me that, you know, when you come here, you have to, you're coming here for yourself, right? You're not coming to show off. Like, sure, if you're the guy that can show up and pull, you know, five, six, seven wheels, that's awesome. Like, that's badass. But if you're coming to do it right now, no, no one's going to see you, right? If we were shooting, if we weren't shooting right now, nobody's going to see you pull all that weight. You're doing it because you know you can and you're doing it for yourself. Right. And so really selling, the, anything you can do to sell this place better is obviously going to be a benefit. Another thing was Garrett was always really good about, you know, having women in here and making everybody feel really comfortable. There was no, like, you know, get you getting creeped on or anything like that. You know, it was a really respectful place. And um, it's always been that way. You always get that feel. It's never uncomfortable. You're never, like, worried about anybody messing with you. You know, it's so for women it's a great place to come and to get strong, you know? So how do you, I, I was, I've been meaning to find an, an in on this conversation, ask you that question, because how do you, when you approach your clients, 
what is your mindset in telling them like it's okay to be a strong woman like physically strong because i feel like a lot of at least in the culture today it's uh if you're gonna go to the gym as a woman you're gonna do cardio you're gonna do legs maybe they'll do some pull-ups maybe they'll do some push-ups but it's rare to see um a woman deadlifting it's rare to see a woman bench pressing right so but obviously you know how important that is um to your overall health to not neglect these muscle groups so how do you approach that with your clients and what can clients expect when they work from you or work with you sorry one thing i like to mention especially in the world that we're living in today because things are a little bit more crazy is that the stronger you are the more muscle you have you know you're not um struggling with all of these different health problems and things like that because the main thing i focus on is getting my clients healthy from the inside out and so um but that being said like i always like to mention you know the stronger you are, the less vulnerable you are in the world, especially if you have kids and things like that. You know, you want to be able to be strong. And, you know, the stronger you are, the more capable you are of even, like, you know, carrying your, all your groceries inside by yourself, just doing different tasks, daily tasks that are, you know, not always easy if you're if you have health problems and things like that, especially with COVID, you know, being, like, a big thing now. Um, now's the time to really not just focus on obviously everybody wants to look good but our health is the most important thing and if you focus on getting healthy now from the inside out then when covid comes or this virus comes or you know whatever you're ready for it you're not having to worry about you know as much well no, that's 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 a very good point to make and i think because i have obviously have no interest in getting political about it but i think what we can all agree on is that unfortunately you know, the number one groups of people that were affected by the pandemic were people, of course, you have pre-existing conditions and that's, you know, that's unfortunate. Obviously, you should t- still take care of yourself anyway to help mitigate things, but right. it's it was individuals that weren't healthy. Right. And that is really what the, the demographic of individuals that got afflicted the most. And so I think, and, I, and again, I've seen you train firsthand. The people that come here that, that are going to get personal training, they're getting the one-on-one approach. And it's not a, uh, like a generic, it's very curated, right? It's meant for them as people, it's, or as a person, rather. And that's what they're going to be able to get and expect here is a one-on-one experience. Again, it's helping them grow from the inside out. So that's awesome. Right. And I really like to you know, let them know, like, we're getting healthy from the inside out. That means you're going to know exactly when you're going to eat, when you're going to go to the gym, when you're going to wake up, when you're going to go to sleep, things like that. That way, when you do get busy, you know, um, it's a non-negotiable. It's just part of your day, just like brushing your teeth, you know. So. You, know um, <clears throat> you know, actually, personal trainers were actually one of my biggest things I wanted to get into the gym. Right, because I know they I mean they bring in clients, right, and we need a certain amount of clients to survive, right, and we're still behind our numbers. But I just really wanted to reach out to personal trainers because I mean they know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of, I've seen people come in here and they don't have a clue. I'm like, I had to go over there and correct them because they're going to hurt themselves. You know, but um, I've actually talked to several personal trainers. Um, you know, and I'm somewhat undercutting the other gyms as far as like what they charge rent and stuff like that. Cause I, I do want to build kind of a team. I mean, obviously they're not employees and they're still going to do their own thing, but we are going to be marketing for personal trainers. We're going to put the profiles and their bios on the website. We're going to um, blast them on social media. Um, I want to actually talk to them about, you know, creating some kind of video about what they offer. Um, Cause 
I mean, if you're going to put your health in a personal trainer's hand, like you should really know them. <laughs> you know, well, it does nothing but build trust and be a net positive. Right. Right. You don't want to be training with a faceless person at all. So I think that's that's great. Um, and then going back to the MMA side of things, and let's say like fighting in general, um, what kind of stuff are going to be going on at the gym classes wise? I think we're still we're still working through that. Um, right now, I brought a team with me. Uh, a full team of amateurs. Um, some have not fought yet. We still have some brand new people. Uh, so we're doing some uh, we're doing some training at six o'clock uh, Monday through Thursday, and then Saturdays we do some sparring. Um, for those who aren't familiar with any of it, uh, on September 30th for the re-grand opening, we are going to have some of the guys doing some full-on sparring, uh, just to give the people in the community a feel for what actually goes on. Uh, a lot of people watch UFC nowadays, right? It's, it's, it's more accepted. Um, and this is why I don't go to Hooters or I don't go out to watch the fights no more because you have somebody sitting there and like, well, get up, get up. The person's a trained professional. If they could have gotten up, I promise you they would have got up. Let me put you in the corner, slap you with some wings, and see if you can get up. He's not that strong. Just yeah, stand up. Yeah. I mean, the guy's just, not just stand up. for 10 years. Yeah. So it drives me nuts. Um, but this way people can see firsthand what it is. And you don't have to be a fighter or want to get hit. There's plenty of people out there that want to train just to do it. Uh, like she said, uh, we want our women to get stronger, right? So they can feel more confident and they can carry their groceries and carry their kids at the same time, right? Um, we also want them to be able to defend themselves because we are in a shitty city, yeah. you know, a, a terrible, terrible city. Um, there's a lot of violence and crime that goes on. And, you know, uh, are the drug addict people gonna worry because she looks in shape and muscular, you know, <laughs> before they attack her? Or are they gonna go for the less looking tougher woman um yeah, don't be a soft target exactly so we want and if you are and if you look like the soft target we want to make sure that you make them think twice when they touch you you know um so we're still putting all that together but uh, i think we're in the works uh, in agreement that we'll have uh beginner type classes um and then more advanced stuff for the people that do want to get punched in the face <laughs> well see i think what people don't really understand and admittedly, I didn't really until I started training boxing at the end of my high school and then into college a little bit, is fighting, training for any type of combat sport is not just punching and kicking. Nope. It is a shit ton of cardio. Yep. It is a shit ton of calisthenics. Discipline. And then when I, funny thing, my, uh, one of my best friends, he's an amateur bodybuilder from Mexico. He lives in the States now. But he also, uh, when we were in high school and college together, he uh, did boxing. And he did, like, the whole Golden Glove circuit, like, four times. And he f used to fight in Mexico as well. And a big part of my prep when I was in my first bodybuilding show was boxing training. Shredded. Because the amount of cardio and the amount of just movement that is required from that type of training. So it makes, because of that logic, it makes perfect sense to me why this is. I mean, yeah, it should be a powerlifting gym first and foremost. Mm -hmm. But you've got to be able to control your breath to get that weight up. You gotta have proper core strength to, you know, take care of business. So it makes perfect sense to me that fighting and powerlifting should meet here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it doesn't matter how good of a fighter you are if you can't last 30 seconds. Right. Yeah, if you just gas out. Yeah. You know, the boxing class we're gonna have here <clears throat> is actually developed by my sister. Um, me and her used to be uh, both uh, pro box. Uh, that was a long time ago. I'm old. But uh, so she had a 
a gym in Vegas, and this was before COVID, but um, so after COVID, it got shut down, and she had all the equipment. Like I said, I bought the bags from her. But uh, she still has an online program, so it's actually called FitZone, and I am going to try. I haven't even talked to her about it yet, but she is going to be here for the grand opening. I want her to actually showcase it because I, I am going to be teaching the boxing classes, but it is actually her curriculum. And, um, I mean, her whole focus was obviously women first because, I mean, she's a woman and she taught mostly women, but she started having a lot of guys come in too. So it's a pretty hardcore program, and I think it's going to be um, pretty cool for a lot of people. So have you guys – well, first of all, I want to say you actually working in the gym outside of just being the owner, that still is perfectly in line with what this place was. Half the fun of coming here, especially even if you weren't friends with Garrett, a lot of the appeal of coming here is, okay, we know what Legion Iron is, is a powerlifting gym. Oh, you can actually talk to the owner. Mm-hmm. You can see the owner. Mm-hmm. He walks around. He trains. He granted it takes him. It took that guy like three hours to get through a lifting session because everyone wanted to talk to him because he was he was just that guy. But um, it was the ability to actually see the owner. You put a face to the name. You become more attached to it, and you feel like you just said it's like a second home now. When you want to show up and train, you feel like you're not just going from okay, I just got off of work. Fuck, and now I got to go to this other. Like, not foreign place, but this other place I don't really want to go to, but I kind of have to go because I know it's good for me, mm-hmm. and I want to eat Whataburger tonight, so I kind of got to go train. No, it's <laughs> like, okay, I just got out of my job. I get to go and do something fun in a place that I enjoy, and then I get to go be with my family or vice versa. You know what I mean? Or you eventually you bring your family here with you, right? So I think that, that again, that only adds the appeal and to the, how do I say it, like the um, – like the wholesomeness of the place, right? Mm-hmm. The likability, the, uh, the, because again, I think what's good about that too is, you know, being in New Mexico for all of its flaws, one of the big positives is the Hispanic culture of being focused on family so much. Mm-hmm. So like you said, being able to build a team and being able to build a real community and now you can be able to build a bigger, not better, but just a bigger community that reaches further with what you guys are doing here. Again, it's only a net positive. Well, I think the community aspect is, probably the most important thing like last night there's a bunch of guys here and i just had this idea i was like what if we organized like a, a legion iron paintball tournament right and we just do that every month right we get a bunch of people from legion iron we just go shoot each other with paintball or whatever, you know and everybody was really everybody wanted to do that i just think that would be fun you know and that's um or just even having competitions, me and Freddie even talked about just having some smoker fights here. You know, we can move some equipment, get some chairs, and people can come here and watch fights. You know, um, I mean, I think the community, I mean, I think if you serve your community, your community will serve you. I mean, if they're able to move all the equipment to throw on raves, I think we can move yeah. a little bit yeah. to throw a, <laughs> throw a fight, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, but I, say, say that last part again, because that was, that was perfect. The community oh, wants to oh, serve you. you serve your community, the community will serve you. Yeah, I think that's the perfect way to put it. Um, if you guys haven't really sorted out how you're going to uh, format the pricing, that's okay. But um, cause I know with a lot of gyms, it's you pay, guy you pay $30, $40 a month for a membership, and then you tack on an extra 80 for boxing and fighting classes, um, and it gets absolutely exuberant with some of the prices here in town. Because um, like you're bringing up earlier, right? It's like you go to a power, or you go to your weight training gym, then you go to your fighting gym, and that's what's kept me away from going back to boxing for so long. I don't have I don't have time, especially now, doing this full time, working full time, and then keeping myself in shape and you know just being a human for at least five minutes a day before I go to bed. Like I don't have time to be hopping between gyms. So will there be a, like 
um, auxiliary pricing plans, or have you guys still figured out how you're going to do the boxing with the regular membership of the gym and fighting and stuff like that? So we were just talking about this. Um, we are going to have to have some kind of more expensive membership that includes everything. You know, we'll still have that standard, you know, $45 a month membership. Um, we are doing special plans with uh, our personal trainers. You know, their clients get very special discounts. Um, but if we're going to be doing fitness classes, you know, we got to pay the trainers. Um, it's not going to be much more. It's maybe like an extra $10 a month or something like that. Or maybe That's a 10. steal, by the way. For <laughs> anyone who's ever tried doing an all-inclusive package at a gym, yeah. that is a fucking steal. Most well, drop-ins are 10 to 15 per class. Yeah. yeah. That's just for the hour-long one, one, one class. Yeah. Not a whole month, yeah. 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 But we also want to get, um, you know, I'm thinking like, and this is still just a thought, but anybody who joins with the classes, we're going to get like our own branded boxing gloves or probably MMA gloves. Maybe shin pads, stuff like that, and you know, maybe we'll come with a membership or something like that. Plus a T-shirt. I mean, it's a damn good logo. Yeah. It's a cool name. Yeah. There were there have been people that have called just driving past, like the on the freeway, asking like if they can get a T-shirt from the gym just because they like the logo. It's extremely marketable. Well, I've been seeing I've been seeing a lot of guys have tattoos on it. Like a lot of guys that I've been training with new, and I'm like, hell is that on your leg? It looks like something that will. <laughs> and you know so it, it just tells you what's been put into this place you know the guys are willing to tattoo it on them you know <laughs> seeing somebody's tattoo we're not going to just put anything on us so you know to see that it's it's something serious and uh you know it's, it's awesome you know i was um this firefighter brought his son here just the other day and i was just giving him a tour and you know i was talking about i was like you know we're still doing renovations we're still cleaning up and stuff like that and I was like, but we are kind of a, what's the word, like a gritty gym, right? And he's like, yeah, that's what we love about it, you know? Because my wife was like, yeah, we should paint the walls and the outside and all that. I'm like, no, that's what people like. Right? We got kind of have that kind of prison yard feel. Well, it's no, it's no bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I think a lot of people, I mean, again, I hate to talk shit, but that's kind of why Planet Fitness exists. Because people <laughs> either hate commercial gyms because they're scared of the people inside of them. So you go to a Planet Fitness where they actually discriminate against bodybuilders and powerlifters or they still go to the commercial gyms because they can kind of just zone out and not really put in that much work you know what i mean and i'm just speaking generally right generally speaking they go and they just do their circuits and they move on and it's great that you're moving and it's great that you're doing something but would you let's just talk money would you rather spend i think sports wellness right now is 80 dollars a month it's like 75 i checked yeah it's like 70 85 a month and, and and i get it like they have a pool they have a sauna fine great but like would you rather spend the money there and then maybe if you're gonna get a personal trainer there you're gonna drop 200 250 a month oh yeah or are you gonna come to a place like this where it's no bullshit there's no flashy lights there's no fucking like I, the big thing i love about this place there's no tvs <laughs> there's no screens yeah. i think Chews has a movie theater now right yeah my point exactly you don't need, oh yeah, yeah 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 you don't need to go to the gym and watch a movie and again like i'll i'll hop on the cardio machine and listen to a podcast all day that's you know that's one thing but going to the 10 o'clock showing of the rom-com at the gym that i mean <laughs> i respect the business hustle i respect the shit out of that whatever works fine yeah. but i mean at what point do you start becoming a country club? 
Mm-hmm. This is a real training facility for everybody. That, and I think that's the important part people need to hear. We've said it a couple times. Everyone comes here. Yeah. E- even for the past four or five years, the place has been open. Everyone comes here. I can see, you know, having the movie theater and, you know, people want to watch TV while they're doing their cardio, but it's kind of the opposite of why you go to the gym. You're not supposed to be comfortable. We're here to, like, really get it done, you know, get things done. Break out of your comfort zone. Break out of your comfort zone. And, I mean, a lot of times you look and people are going, like, just very slow pace walking, not saying that that's bad or anything, but then you leave and you're kind of like, did I even work out, you know, (laughs) opposed to coming in and really seeing other people like lifting you know some serious weight it's really motivating yeah i mean there's something about i mean i actually didn't even want the heating because <laughs> i loved training here during the cold right like you you warm up you work out in the sweatshirt you take it off you got all that steam coming off you you look kind of you know like goku from dragon ball z or whatever <laughs> but um i i mean it does challenge you like even the guys last night were just saying like there's something about the colors in this gym that just motivate me right um i mean i I actually we are going to test out a new workout it's called the viking workout um it's going to be outside it's just tires and sledgehammers and stuff like that i'm working on the guy i'm working with the guy who's getting created we're going to test it out soon but it is going to be in the cold right i mean i'm i'm from montana so that's what i grew up in and i i love that fighting the elements right i actually hate the heat (laughs) but uh i like the cold and there's just something about Working out is more than just about improving your your body, right? It's about improving your will, you know, because, I mean, your body eventually is just going to deteriorate over time, right? But your will, your strength of will is going to last with you forever. Strengthening the mind. Yeah, exactly. So you bring up a good point about working out outside. Um, are there any plans currently? Because there is a, for people that haven't been here, there is a huge empty lot outside. Obviously, it's for parking. No shit for people <laughs> typing in the conversation. It's a parking lot, dumbass. Okay, yeah. yeah you get it. Yes, it's a parking lot, but there's also a huge space next to the Connex boxes. Um, is there any plans? To, I know even Garrett was talking about that at one point and expanding out and building. Um, were there any plans to. Well, I. <coughs> Pardon me. I don't own the building, so renovations has to be negotiated, obviously. And me and Freddie always talked about how we can expand that building all the way to that huge storage container but until then um even the patio area i want to we want to turn it into a dog run um because people do like to bring their dogs here um but where that viking workout is it's going to be next to that next to the storage container and i was just looking at the space there and i was actually just looking online for like those uh ninja challenge obstacle courses oh like the ninja warrior stuff the ninja warrior yeah, yeah. so I, I thought that'd be maybe in like a year be cool to have that. Yeah. So before we close out, obviously there is a big grand opening happening on the 30th. Um, what is going to be going on at that time? <clears throat> well, um, we are going to showcase some of our workouts. We're going to have a deadlifting competition, the MMA fights. Um, <laughs> you, you guys all watch Breaking Bad? Remember the little kid Brock? You know, um, Jesse's Jesse's yes the kid that he poisoned oh yeah yeah (laughs) well him and his father actually helped us um lay down turf okay and um they own caveman burgers so caveman burgers is actually going to be serving food out there um but Brock he uh Brock Ian is actually his name um he puts on classic car shows and he was like why don't I why don't we put on a classic car show here he's I get like 70 cars and like 200 people I was like well why don't 
That's a little much. <laughs> I mean, it'll be a it, car show. Yeah, it's not I mean, a grand opening. It, 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 it's not a car show with a gym. It's a gym yeah. with a car show, yeah. right? I was like, how about we do like 20 classic cars, right? So we're going to have classic cars there too, because I, I, I guess that's pretty popular in Albuquerque. And, you know, just, I think it's going to be a blast. You know? awesome. I think the competitions will be cool. We're going to have like a relay race with the, the push sleds and stuff like that. Kick ass. And so for everyone listening, um, a date. Or so who so who all is going to be there for that? Like, will they be able to meet? Obviously, they'll be able to meet you two, but as far as like the personal trainers that are going to be there and like, because again, the, the gym doesn't need a huge staff, obviously. But like, what um, what trainers and what like, I guess yeah, uh, staff members are going to be there for everyone to meet. Well, I want to give if a personal trainer has some kind of class they do want to showcase, I'm definitely willing to let them do that. Um, it's, right now, it's just about a matter of coming up with a schedule and space for everything we're going to do. Um, <laughs> what was the question? So who's going to be putting it on? Who's going to be here like from the gym? Oh, okay. Like, yeah. um, so, I mean, obviously me, my wife, <clears throat> Garrett's family is going to be here because they are going to help um, put up the memorial for him. We're going to put a picture up for him. I'm hoping we could put some of his trophies up there too. Um, you know, and I want, during that time, it would probably be before the deadlifting competition because that was kind of his thing. And we're going to give ch uh, people that were close to him a chance to, you know, say a few words. And um, again, I just really want to, people to know that it is his gym and we do want to honor that and honor him. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you guys very much for uh, sitting down and doing this. Um, I, uh, I say it all the time, but I'm very selfish when it comes to this podcast. Uh, it's one of the only things in life I try to be the most selfish about regarding who I talk to and who I have on. And I, this was something I really wanted to do uh, for a long time now. We're really looking forward to this. So thank you all for not only coming on and explaining to everyone listening what's going to be happening and how the gym is moving forward. Uh, but thank you guys for in your own parts, especially yours is the biggest because you're owning the damn place. Uh, thank you all for carrying on Garrett's legacy. Uh, it means a lot to a lot of people, and it's it's awesome. So I'm really excited for this place to open back up, and it's going to be a great fucking time. So September 30th, 1 p.m. 1 p.m. And uh, I will put the time and the date and the address in the description for everyone to find. I'm sure there's going to be a million flyers between now and then. So yeah. Yeah. Thank well, you guys. I really yeah, appreciate you, you doing this. Yeah, thanks, man. Awesome. This has been a pleasure. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening and watching. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Oh.